You're listening to the story of a freelance photographer, a podcast that shares raw and real life experiences, lessons, and stories to help small creators create big things. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the story of a freelance photographer podcast, a podcast that really aims to help small creators create big things in their career. This is episode three, and on this episode, I want to talk about how to find your ideal client in 2021 because, well, let's let's face it, without clients, we don't really have a job or a career, and in an increasingly growing market of needs and wants and problems and desires, it can be quite hard to actually find our ideal clients. And then when we do find them, how do we attract them to our business, to our brand? And I kind of touched on like attracting them to your brand in episode two. So if you haven't listened to that, that's all about building your personal brand, how you can leverage that to then attract your ideal audience. But I just want to take a step back because as um, a marketer, as a business owner who, um, so I'm not just a photographer, it's everything starts with your client. Everything, well, to me anyway, everything starts with your client. Everything you do starts with your ideal client. If you don't know who that is, you're flying completely blind in your business. You're going to attract the wrong people to your business. You're going to attract the people you don't want to work with and you just have to work with them because you have bills to pay, you have equipment to buy, you have all of these things and you're not going to enjoy your business. You're not going to enjoy your journey. You're going to be pretty miserable. So we need to rewind everything back to finding your ideal client. What... I find a lot of creatives do and I'm guilty of this. I still sometimes do it um, is that we tend to post or well, create and post a lot of content that is very me centric. It's all about me and how great I am as a photographer, how awesome I am, but it has no impact with who your ideal audience is. Sure, you're going to get some of your followers and some other creatives that comment nice shot man that's rad that's awesome but and your your likes are stacking up and your comments are stacking up and like you're getting that engagement and you're getting a couple new followers here and there but they're not really the right followers but you're happy because you're getting the likes and the comments but it's not getting you anywhere like it you know how often can you say that all of those likes and comments are equating to dollar signs in your business bank account and the growth of your business not that not that much and I speak from experience and I'm sure a lot of other creatives listening and watching can cre- uh, can relate to this as well so you have to and there's nothing wrong really with posting me centric content like you should every now and then and in later podcasts I will break down the different sort of content pillars that I like to post about but it can't be heavily about you. You have to create content about them. And by them, I mean your ideal audience. So 
I'll tell you a little bit of a story about how sort of I sort of went wrong with this. And, you know, when, when I sort of first started really getting invested in Instagram and like I, I was late to the late to the Instagram train and um, I started off with just posting family photos, similar to what I did on Facebook, just the, you know, family stuff, friends stuff, how I'm going out with the mates and all that sort of stuff. And then I started sort of taking it a bit more seriously. He's got some inspiration from a few photographers, models and stuff like that. And, you know, I would <laughs> openly admit I would post like topless sort of selfies and pictures uh, that I was influenced by by a few creators that I've seen who are actual photographers as well. And um, because I got, you know, tattoos and I thought I was cool and all that, I'm going to get all the chicks liking my comment, low on my posts and I'm going to get girls DMing me and, you know, that's where my head was at at that stage. And then as my sort of eye grew and I wanted to grow my business and that started changing and it's it's constantly evolving. And But I would still post more me-centric stuff. It was stuff about, you know, my creative writing and the thoughts inside my own head, which a certain amount of people could relate to and there would be posts about some awesome street photos i post a lot of street photos and stuff and again get the people that really appreciate the street photos but it wasn't really equating to my business growth and then i had to go back to my sort of roots when i studied marketing and and business and videos and other podcasts and it everyone says the same thing it, it, it all starts with your with your client with your who your ideal client is everything starts from there you can't grow a business and you can't succeed without knowing who these people are like everything about them and it wasn't until i read over my old tafe notes where that penny dropped and i decided literally overnight where i was going to stop what i was doing i actually laid on my couch which is behind me I went through my Instagram feed and I archived probably 75% of my feed. I got rid of pretty much every street photo on there. I got rid of so much junk that was on there. Um, and that's on my personal account. And then on my business account, I cleared the entire feed. I got rid of everything and I literally changed because I was posting what I wanted to see on my feed. I was posting all the cool pictures that I did. For example, on my business page, I took these these photos of rotten strawberries in a bowl with chocolate sauce and icing over them with like a flat lay photo and a product photo with some obviously um, some little assets around it to complement the main image. And people love them, like my friends love them, my followers love them, but that's not what my ideal audience want to see. If I want to attract a restaurant or a cafe to hire me to take food photos, sure, it somewhat demonstrates I know how to place food and set things up and lighting, but they're not going to want to see, like, to them, that's not what they want to see. They don't want to see rotten strawberries in a bowl. What they would have wanted to see would have been nice, fresh, ripe strawberries in a bowl. And so... I got rid of everything and I started again and I changed my um, everything everything about my feeds on my personal account and my business account. So how do you the, so how do you find then who your ideal audience is like well again it's for everyone's different but you have to build out a client persona. 
If you don't know what a client persona is in its simplest form is that it's literally a, a map or a, a detailed description on who your ideal client is. And if you just search in Google client persona template, you'll get a plethora of templates that you can use to build out your client personas. I've made my own using Google Slides and I have four personas on my own personal um, client persona because I'm targeting two different pillars and under those pillars, I got two personas for each one. And in those personas, you list out their demographic and psychographic information and it really requires you more than anything to just sit down and think about it, like really, really, really think about who it is that you want to target. So your demographic information is stuff like the age, the income, the marital status, where they live, and your psychographic information refers to more of the emotional side of things, like the deep internal stuff. So what are their needs? What do they want? What are they? What keeps them up at night? What are they afraid of with their business? Like, and again, if you want more information on that, again, Google demographic and psychographic information and examples and templates, and you'll get everything. You'll find everything you need, and you list all of it out as detailed as you can, like to like the socks that they like wearing, and like once you know who these people, like once you have your demographic and psychographic information out, once you have a bias cycle, which again, I'll do in a later podcast on how to do a, a, a client persona bias cycle. Once you have all of that information, creating content for those people, for your ideal client becomes extremely easy because you know exactly what that, what are they afraid of in their business in, in their niche and what you and that means you then have a solution to that problem and then you will know how to communicate your solution to their problem to them you will know what content to create whether that be written podcast video you it's your map you you have it in front of you and every time you get lost and every time you get confused and this is what I do if I start deviating off the rails, if I start coming off the rail a bit, I bring that persona back up and I read it and it puts me back on track and it keeps me going forth towards them. And I can guarantee you if you do that, you will see a huge, huge change in the images you create, the captions you write, the headlines you use, the call to actions you use, your branding, everything. And then slowly slowly it is a slow process you will start attracting the people you want to work with who make you happy and you'll be able to create the work that you want to create to the best of your ability all the time because you're doing it for the people that you love to work with so starts with a client persona you have to have to have to i can't stress that enough you have to build one out and that's the one thing you should be doing right now at the beginning of 2021 for the rest of it. So you have a map for the rest of the year of the content you can create for your clients for the rest of the year. And don't get me wrong, you, you're not going to get it perfect the first time. You will make changes. It might be big changes, could be subtle changes, but you have to start somewhere with it. You have to put pen to paper and start writing things down. So as an example, this podcast is based off one 
client persona that I have created. And I'm probably going to get a few followers that are listening and whoever else is listening. Um, and the majority of my followers on Instagram are other creatives, photographers, videographers, and in that community who support what I'm doing. And because I've done my research on them, on you, and because I know what it is that you struggle with and what your wants are, desires are, your problems are, I've created this podcast, rebranded it, and my topics have changed and how I structure things have changed based off my understanding of you. So, if anything go off, it's definitely this podcast and my YouTube channel. So, before, so to wrap this up, before you do anything else with your freelance business, before you start creating things, before you start sharing things, writing things, I strongly, strongly recommend going on Google, finding a client persona template that is easy for you to work with and if you want, you can modify it and just spend a couple days just really thinking about who it is that you want to work with, who is your dream, dream, dream client and map as much information about those people or that person as possible and get your map together, get your guidelines together of the type of content that you have to create for them so you can help them achieve their goals because if you're going to help them achieve their goals or solve their problem or fix their needs, they will help you solve your problems and help you achieve your goal and your business is just going to just go upwards from that point onwards. I, I can promise you that. So, on that, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I really, really hope you took something away from it. And I will speak to you guys and see you guys in the next podcast. So thank you. See ya. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you took something out of it. If you could, please make sure you like, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts to let me know how I'm doing. It would mean the absolute world to me.